सहनावतु सहनौ घुनक्त सह वीकवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मद्विषावह ओ नमश्रीशंकरानंद नमश्रीशंकरानंद गुरुपादाबुजन्मने गुरुपादाबुजन्मने सविलास महामोह सविलास महामोह ग्राहग्रासकर्मणे ग्राहग्रासकर्मणे we discussed yesterday that what we call chidabhasa or ego is an adhyarupa is a projection because it shows the attributes of both the adhisthanam substratum as well as a projection just as in a typical illustration of rope snake how the snake exhibits the element of the adhisthanam rope when we say this is a snake that this element belongs to the rope and snake is the projection <coughs> similarly also this ego or the chiramasa which shines so that it shines is because of the dharma or the attribute of atma which is the nature of awareness so it, the ego exhibits certain attribute of the self namely awareness that's the reason why this error takes place and ego also exhibits the attributes of what we call upadhi the buddhi etc that kartrutva bhoktrutva pramatrutva the doership noership enjoyership all of these which belong to the mind so these attributes are also exhibited by the ego and to shine which is the nature of the self that also is exhibited by ego and therefore that i am a doer i am an enjoyer i am a knower that i am belongs to adhisthanam the kutas to the self and that knower doer enjoyer belongs to the buddhi therefore we say that even the chidabhasa or the ego also is a projection <coughs> what is the cause of this projection anirnaya not being able to discriminate ka buddhi what's the nature of buddhi or the mind koyam abhasa what's the nature of the abhasa the reflection kova atra kova atma what's the nature of atma the self jagat katham what's the nature of jagat or the creation all of these we do not know iti anirnayata we have our own opinions about this what's the nature of self what's the nature of creation for all them we have our opinions all right but we do not have the clear knowledge and therefore on account of anirnayata abhivekata on account of not knowing the nature true nature and therefore taking them to be different from what they are like we do not know the jagat or the creation for what it is and therefore take it to be real we do not know the self for what it is and therefore take it to be limited we do not know buddhi or the mind for what it is therefore take it to be the self <coughs> so this is what it is the buddhi the mind is taken to be self the jagat the world is taken to be real 
Atma is taken to be limited. And thus we have these false notions about all of these and that is why this this is why iti anirnayato moha this this is called moha taking one thing to be different from what it is is called moha or delusion or aviveka soyam samsara ishyate and that alone is called samsara <coughs> so it was said in verse 54 buddhyadinam surupam yo vivinakti satatvavit saiva mukta ityevam vedanteshu vinishcaya and so who is the tatvavit or who is the knower of truth the one who clearly and distinctly knows the nature of all these entities. He knows the nature of self for what it is, knows buddhi for what it is, knows jagat also for what it is. He is called tattvavit. So one who knows the truth of all of these is the knower of the truth. Saiva muktaha and he alone is free. Iti Vedanta This is the ascertainment of Vedanta. <coughs> okay. Now we go to verse 56. Evam Shruti Yukti Bhyam Kudastham Buddhyadibhya Vivichya The author has shown with the help of Shruti meaning the statement of Upanishad. As a Yukti where the reasoning Kudastham Buddhyadibhya Vivichya Author has shown here how Kudastha, the change in itself, is different from Buddhi, the mind, etc. Vivichyada Shaitva is shown this distinctly. Puraneshu Abhitad Vivekaha Kritaha. Interestingly enough, the author here quotes three verses from a Purana, known as Shiva Purana. So there is a whole literature in India known as Purana. And almost for every important deity there is a Purana means a, a mystical text, you might say, or a text which presents the ideas of Veda in, in the form of stories and symbols. And so it is the uh, uh, mythological literature. That's a better way of saying. So Puranas are the mythological literature. So that is a Purana for Lord Shiva is known as Shiva Purana. And three verses are quoted from Shiva Purana showing how even that which means that this very same idea is found everywhere. In the Shruti, the Vedas you find that, Smritis also you find, Itihasa, Purana, in all the te- important texts you find this very same idea. And therefore, in, in support of what he stated, he quotes three verses from Shiva Purana. Purana Shwabi Tad Vivekaha Krutaha. That in Puranas, in mythological literature also, the same Viveka or discrimination is shown. And thus verse 56 says, Vritte Sakshitaya Vritti Vritte Sakshitaya Vritti Pragabhavasya Chasthitaha Pragabhavasya Chasthitaha Bubhutsayam Tathagnyo Smiti Bubhutsayam Tathagnyo Smiti Abhasa Jnana Vastunaha Abhasa Jnana Vastunaha Vrittehe Sakshitaya Vritti Pragavhavasya Sakshitaya Chahasthitaha Bhutsayam Tatha Agnihasmiti Abhasa Jnana Vastunaha Sakshitaya Yahasthitaha Shows that one sthitaha, one that obtains a sakshi or the witness. Who is kutasthah? Sakshi or the witness. 
विटनेस ऑफ वॉट वृत्ते कामादि वृत्युत्पत्त सत्याम तत्साक्षित्वेन वेन वेरियस थॉट फॉर्म्स अराइज इन ओर माइंड लाइक काम संकल्प विचिकित्सा लाइक डिजायर अराइजेस ए रिजॉल्व अराइजेस अ डाउट अराइजेस फियर अराइजेस विजडम अराइजेस ऑल दिस वेरियस थॉट्स अराइज इन ओर माइंड हु इज कूटस्थ है the sakshi or the witness of all these various thoughts which arise one after the other in the mind <coughs> tat sakshitvena all right suppose there is a state where there is no thought at all vritti udayat purvam let's say the one thought is arisen and subsided and the second thought is not yet arisen then there is what we call vritti abhava or the absence of thought between the two thoughts then vritti pragabhavasya pragham pragabhav means prior non existence before the thing is created it is not existent like a pot before it is created it is not there so there is clay all right but the pot is not there so clay is called the pragabhav or the prior non existence of the pot that shows that there is a potential of the pot but the pot is not yet created so state that obtains before the creation is called a pragabhava or prior non existence suppose you break that part and the state that exists after the destruction of the part is called pradham sabhava the posterior non existence similarly also every vritti is born and dies it is born and dies so before a vritti or a thought is born the state that obtains is called pragabhava or prior non existence of the thought the kutastha is the witness of even the absence of the thought so vritti pragabhavasya cha sthitah vritti udayat purvam tat pragabhava sakshitvena so before the arising of the vritti is in deep sleep for example there is no thought at all or before the second thought arises after the first thought has subsided and before the second thought arises whatever that gap is there also there is an absence of thought all of this absence of thought also is illumined by kutastha so is very witness of even the absence of the thought bhubhutsayam <coughs> bhubhutsa bodhumiccha bhubhutsa bhubhutsa means desire to know jignyasayam satyam tat sakshitvena when there arises in our mind a desire to know desire to gain the knowledge well kutastha even illumines that so kutastha or the self is the witness of even the desire for knowledge tatha <coughs> or when the knowledge arises i am brahman when that knowledge arises even that also is illumined by the same kutastha tatah purvam and before there arose this desire to know agnya hasmidi abhasa gnana vastunah i am ignorant formerly i thought that before arising of the knowledge what what sort of uh, idea i had i am agnyosmi i am ignorant tatah purvam agnyosmi ri anubhuyamana abhas vastunah meaning agnyana sakshitvena ja shiva eva tishthade so shiva purana says that shiva is the one who obtains as the witness of the various thoughts which arise in the mind he is also the one who is the witness of the absence of the thought he is also the one who is the witness of the desire to know and the very knowledge and he is also the witness of the ignorance when this person claim i am ignorant 
I don't know myself, then Shiva or Kutastha is witness of even the thought illumining ignorance. So, Anubhuyamana Agnyana Sakshitvana. Because ignorance also is experienced by us. That I don't know a given thing or I do not know myself. I don't know God. I don't know Brahma. This is ignorance. And Kutastha is called Shiva. So, same Kutastha, the changeless self, which is Brahman or the truth or the reality, is called Shiva in Shiva Purana. So Shiva is none other than that. And Vishnu is other. So different, the same one has different names. He is called by different names by the devotees. Therefore some devotees call him Vishnu. Some other devotees call him Shiva. Yet other ones call him Dakshinamurti. Yet others call him Ganesha. And thus there are any number of names and forms and the methods of worship. But who is worship in and through all of them? Just one, which is called Kutastha here, or sometimes called Brahma. Same awareness, which is Satyam, Jnana, Anantam, the truth, that alone is worshipped by different names. So they say that Shiva or Kutastha alone obtains as the witness of all these states of mind. <coughs> Meaning thereby that Kutastha or Shiva is different from the mind. This is a Viveka. Viveka means discrimination. How do we discriminate? The seer is different from the seen. The seer, the witness, must be separate from that which is witness. So all these various thoughts are witnessed. Bhagavad Gita also says, Buddhir Jnanam Asamoha, whether it is intellect, or the knowledge, or the wisdom, or fear, or happiness, unhappiness, non-violence, violence, any various thoughts arising in the mind, then who is the self? Self is the witness of all these thoughts and they were different from them. So that is how Shiva Purana also shows how Kutastha is different from the Buddhi. <coughs> because various states of the Buddhi or the mind are witnessed by Kutastha. Okay. Then next two verses also continue further. Asatyalambanatvena Asatya lambanatvena Satya sarvajadasyadu Satya sarvajadasyadu Sadhakatvena chidrupaha Sadhakatvena chidrupaha Sada premas padatvadaha Sada premas padatvadaha And the next one also Anandarupa sarvartha Anandarupa sarvartha Sadhakatvena hetuna, Sadhakatvena hetuna, Sarvasam bandhavatvena, Sarvasam bandhavatvena, Sampurna shiva sangitaha, Sampurna shiva sangitaha. So last word of the verse 58 said, Shiva sangitaha. Sangya means name, Shiva sangitaha, the one who is called Shiva. Who is he? So verse 57 said, Asatyalam manatvena satyaha. Taitri Upanishad says, Brahma is satyam jnanam anandam. Brahma is satyam jnanam anandam. That same Brahman is called Kutastha. With reference to the individual, the same Brahman is called Kutastha or the witness. Same Brahman is called Shiva. So Shiva Purana says, Who is that, who is that Shiva? He is Satyam Gnanam Anantam. 
So what Upanishad calls Brahma, Satyam, Jnanam, Anantam. What is Satyam? Satyam means truth. What is Jnanam? Jnanam means knowledge or intelligence. What is Anantam? Anantam means free from limitations. Meaning full or complete or Ananda, happiness. So Shiva Purana shows how Shiva also is Satyam, Jnanam, Anantam. The very same expressions that are used by Upanishad are the expressions used in the Purana and shows why is the Shiva or Kutastha or Brahma or the Self is Satya. Asatya Alammanatvena Satya Such a Asatyasya Jagataha Alammanatvena Adhishthanatvena Satya Why do you say that Shiva is Satya? Satya means truth. What is truth? Truth is that which is Alambaram or Adhishthanam or substratum of the false. We have said that wherever false is, there must be truth. Because false cannot be sustained without the truth. Where the snake is, there must be a true object such as rope. Where you see the silver, false silver, there must be a true object such as the Shuktika, mother of pearl. Similarly also, the whole jagat of the world is false. False in the sense that it is not absolute. It enjoys some kind of reality as we are discussing in the morning that you take anything in the world and try to determine what it is, you won't be able to determine. What is right is a standpoint. What is wrong is a standpoint. Is is a standpoint. Is not is a standpoint. And therefore, you cannot really give any definition to anything in the world or you cannot say this is such and such or so and so. That shows that what the world is not real. Then, what is the unreal or false or projected must necessarily have a substratum which is truth. So this Shiva or Kutastha being the Adhisthanam or the substratum of this whole Mithya creation, therefore Shiva is Satya. <coughs> then Sarva Jadasyadu Sadhagatvena Chidrupaha Shiva is Satya as well as Chidrupaha. Chidrupaha means of the nature of knowledge or intelligence. Awareness. So when we use the word awareness, we should understand it is it is intelligence. So intelligence, awareness, knowledge, these are the words used. Because usually when we use the word awareness, we always think it is awareness of something. This is unconditioned awareness. Jarasya Sarvasya Sadhakatvena Avasakatvat Chidrubaha. That Shiva or Kutasa is Chidrupaha, is intelligent, of the nature of knowledge, of the nature of awareness. Why is it so? Sarva Jadasya Sadhakatvena. That which illumines this whole creation, which is Jada or inert. See, this creation is, first of all, Mithya, meaning it is false or projection. Secondly, it is Jada or inert. So, what is Jada? That which does not shine itself but that which shines in the light of someone else, something else. Like the moon shines because of sun. Moon is not a, a luminous, a, 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 a luminary. Moon appears to be shining all right, but then moon shines in the borrowed light. It shines after the sun. Sun shines and moon shines after. Tasvibhasa sarvamidam vibhadi. As we chant every evening. Tameva bhantam anubhadi sarvam. Tasya sarvamidam vibhati. Tameva bhantam, when that shines, 
anubhadi sarvam everything shines after after doesn't mean that follow you know one one thing is running you know following up another one or one thing is behind after doesn't mean behind just as moon shines after sun meaning moon shines in the light borrowed from sun similarly also whatever in the creation shines shines after that after shiva after kutastha or after brahma it is brahman that shines or kutastha that shines and everything shines after that and that dakshinamurti stotra that we are chanting in the evening the fourth verse of dakshinamurti stotra explains this method which we have discussed many time as to how the world shines after atma so that dakshinamurti stotra says that imagine that in a dark room there is a pot with a few holes in that and in the stomach of the pot we have a very bright lamp then what happens that the rays of the light so rays of light they emerge from those apertures so we have beams of light emerging from the holes in that pot and whatever falls in the path of this, those beams those objects are illumined similarly also our body is compared to a pot <coughs> and there are holes in this body or apertures what are these apertures our five organs of perceptions ears eyes this this sense of smell sense of touch sense of taste these are compared to the apertures the holes through which the consciousness goes out just as from the apertures of the pot the light of the lamp goes out so also from the apertures in the form of sense organs the light of awareness goes out where is that awareness that which is shining in our heart that is what we call the reflected consciousness or chidabhasa so therefore the kutastha reflected in the mind called chidabhasa shines inside and then it runs out through the sense organs and illumines those various objects that is how the objects of the world are illumined so first shines the self and in the light of that the objects are all illumined through the agency of the mind and the sense organs therefore it is said it is that shines and everything shines after that for example if our ears are closed or if our ears are not functioning then sounds cannot make themselves known to us sound is not self revealing the ears illumine the sound then alone we gain the knowledge of sound the forms are not self revealing it is eyes which illumine the forms thus we may say that our organs of perception illumine the various objects the organs of perception themselves are illumined by the mind the mind in turn is illumined by the kutastha by the self and therefore it is the self that shines kutastha or shiva shines and everything shines after this jagat is called jadam jadam means inert jadam means paraprakasham that which shines in borrowed light that which is not self revealing but that which shines in the light borrowed so therefore on account of illumining or revealing this whole creation which is inert that shiva is chidrupaha of the nature of awareness of the nature of intelligence you also got ananda satchit ananda satyam chidrupaha and also shiva is ananda kutastha is ananda sada premaspadatvatah ananda roopah sada prema vishatva 
Since the self is always the object of love, I is always the object of my love, in fact I love the most. This was all discussed in the very first chapter of this very text, that this self or consciousness is the object of love, because everyone loves the oneself. I always wish to be, I always wish to exist, I always wish to live, I never want that I should not be. So there is a love for existence, there is love for the self, and that love itself shows that the self is the source of happiness, because we love that which makes us happy. We cannot possibly love that which is the cause of our unhappiness. We love the self, that shows that the self is the cause of happiness. Never, since Kutas saw the self is the very locus or the focus of our love. Never Ananda Rupa. It is the nature of Ananda. See, if you want to hear some logic, it is being given here. Vimataha Shivaha Vrityadibhya Vidyade Vrityadi Sakshitvad. So how many points are made? First point that is made is this. The Shiva or Kutastha is different from the Buddhi or the mind. Number one. Why is it so? Because he is the witness of the mind. <coughs> and by the mind we should also understand the sense organs. And we should also understand the body. That Kutastha is different from the mind, different from sense organs, different from the body, because he is the witness of the mind sense organs and the body. See, a witness is necessarily to be the one who is different from what is witnessed. Witness must be necessarily different from the witnessed. That which is not different from witnessed cannot be the witness. For example, you know, I am the witness of all of you so you are all witnessed and therefore you are not witnesses of yourself. So that which is not different from witnessed cannot be witnessed. In short, witness must be necessarily different from what is witnessed. And since Shiva or Kutastha is a witness of all the thoughts, all the sense organs, all the body, etc., therefore he is different from the Supadhi. <coughs> First point. Second point. Vimataha Satyo Bhavitumarhati. This Kutastha or Shiva must be Satya, must be Truth. Mithya Adhishthanatvat, because he is Adhishthanam, a substratum of Mithya, of the unreal creation. Asatya Rajata Adhishthana Shuktivata, like the mother of pearl is the Adhishthanam, a substratum of that projected silver, like the robe is the substratum of that projected snake, and so also Kutastha is Adhishthanam or substratum of the whole projected creation. <coughs> Therefore, an Adhishthanam must always be true. The rope is, is real with reference to snake. Similarly also, Brahma or Kutastha is real with reference to the creation. <coughs> with any reference is real anyway, ultimate reality. Vimataha Chidrupaha Jadamatra Avabhasakatvat and also that Kutastha must be of the nature of awareness. He must be intelligent. Why? Because he illumines everything, he illumines the whole creation and therefore he must be self-effulgent, self-evident, self, he must be of the nature of intelligence. Yet chidrupam nabhavadi tat sarvam jadavhasangavi nabhavadi ghatadi Like a part cannot illumine any other object, therefore because part itself is inert. 
a lamp can illuminate other objects, therefore lamp, in this illustration of lamp and pot, we say that the pot is inert because it doesn't illuminate other objects, lamp is conscious because it illuminates other objects. In this case, the self is conscious because it illuminates everything. Vimataha Paramananda Rupaha And we say that Shiva or Kutastha is Paramananda is full and complete. He is of the nature of Ananda, total happiness. Parapremaspadatvad because he is a very locus of that entire love. My, my love is all poured ultimately upon the self. Each one loves the self. And whatever is, whatever we love in the creation, we love because primarily we love the self. And whatever is in my love to myself also becomes an object of love. And therefore, ultimately, what I love unconditionally, my love for everything else is conditional. I love a given object as long as the object satisfies my fancies. I love a certain person, situation, object, anything, as long as they satisfy my conditions, my fancies, my criteria. But what condition do I have to love myself? I love myself in any condition. So love for the self is unconditional. Love for everything else is conditional. And therefore we say that self is loved unconditionally. Therefore self is the nature of unconditioned happiness, meaning limitless happiness. Yet paramanandarupam na bhavadi tat bhavadi so that which is not the source of happiness cannot be the object of love. Then fourth point that is made is Sarvata Sadakatvena Hetuna Sarva Sambandavatvena Sampurnaha Shiva Sangitaha. This Shiva or Kuta says Sampurna. Sampurna means he is complete. Because Sarva Sambandavatvena Kutastha or the self is complete. Why do we say? Because he does not exclude anything. He is all-pervasive. Self is all-pervasive. It does not exclude anything. And therefore, he is complete. How do you say that the self is all-pervasive? Because he illumines everything. Look, this lamp illumines all the objects in this hall. Therefore, we say that the lamp pervades all the objects. So that which illumines necessarily pervades that which is illumined. So lamp is a source of light that illumines the objects in this hall. Therefore we say that the lamp pervades these objects. Then Kutastha the self illumines the whole universe by the method we just told you. That the universe is nothing is separate from it. Meaning, it does not exclude anything. A thing is incomplete when it excludes something. For example, a book is limited because book excludes the table. Book is not table, book has bookness, it does not have tableness. Therefore, book is an object that is confined merely possessing the attribute of bookness. A table is another object which is also limited, merely possessing the attribute of tableness. So table is not the book, book is not the table. So technically we can say that book excludes table and table excludes book. Thus every object in the world excludes every other object. But self is the one that does not exclude anything. 
because he is the self of everyone. Like one golden ornament is not another ornament, but then no ornament is without the gold. So gold does not exclude any ornament because gold pervades all the ornaments. In Malay also, Kutastha which is Satyam, Gnanam, Anandam, Orasti, Bhati and Priya is that which is all pervasive, which supports everything, which illumines everything and therefore it does not exclude anything, therefore it's Sampurna, is complete. <coughs> like we can give the example of space. So how space is complete in a relative sense because nothing is outside the scope of space. Space pervades everything, space accommodates everything. Even space also is accommodated by self and therefore self is all pervasive. Therefore we say it is complete. Vimataha paripurnaha sarva sammanditvat gaganavat Like the space because it is connected with everything, therefore it is complete. And so also the self is connected to everything, therefore it is complete. <coughs> Sarva sammanditvam cha sarvad sadhakatvena How do you say that the space is connected with everything? Because space accommodates everything. So, so how do you say the self is connected with everything? Because self accommodates everything. Self illumines everything. Therefore it pervades everything and therefore it is complete. Vimataha sarva sammandavan sarvavabhasakatvat Yeha sarva sammandavan nabhavati saha sarvavabhasakopi nabhavati Yasa dipadihiti as we said, he is connected, self is connected with everything because he illumines everything. So, five things are said here. Verse 56 said that the self or kutastha is different from everything like buddhi, mind, sense organs, body. Secondly, it is said, kutastha is satyam. It is truth because it is the substratum of the whole mithya creation. Third, it was said, self is of the nature of intelligence. Kutastha is intelligence or chit because it illumines everything. Fourthly, it was said that Kutastha is ananda because it is the very locus of the love, unconditioned love. And fifth, it was said that Kutastha is sampurna, complete, because it does not exclude anything, because it pervades everything, because it is connected with everything, because it illumines everything. Therefore, it is complete. So Kutastha is different from Buddhyadi. Kutastha is Satyam, it is Jnanam, it is Anandam, Ananda, and then it is Sampurna. These five things, this is what Shiva Purana says. Where what is referred to as Shiva is to be understood as Kutastha here. Udahrata Purana Vakyasya Tatparimaha. The next verse shows the Tatparya, the purport of these vakyas, these statements that are quoted from Purana, what is the purport of these statements is given in verse 59. Itishaiva Puraneshu, Itishaiva Puraneshu, Kutasthaf Pravivechitaha, Kutasthaf Pravivechitaha, Jeeveshatvadirahitaha, Jeeveshatvadirahitaha, Kevala Svaprabhashivaha Kevala Svaprabhashivaha Iti in this manner 
Shaiva Puraneshu. In the Puranas pertaining to Shiva, there are several Puranas which in fact describe the glories and exploits and the incarnations of Lord Shiva. Like Shiva Purana, then Sutta Samhita, there are other Puranas also. So Sutta Samhita Adishu, Puraneshu, in these various Puranas or mythological literature, Kutastaha Pravivechitaha. We find that Kutastha is very distinctly described. Kutastha is very distinctly described in these Puranas. <coughs> how is he described? Or how is he shown to be distinct from everything else? Jeeve Satvadi Rahidaha. This Kutastha is one who is even devoid of the ideas of Jiva and Ishvara. Jiva is, as we say in the morning, the Vyasti or the individual. Ishvara is Samashti or the aggregate. So Jiva and Ishvara are the two concepts which are in relation to each other. The idea of aggregate or the total is only with reference to the individual. And therefore we say that Ishvara is a cause, Jiva is the effect, meaning Ishvara is endowed with the Upadhi which is cause, Jiva is endowed with the Upadhi which is effect, and Kutastha is beyond the ideas of cause and effect. As we say in the morning, Kutastha is devoid of even the idea of individual and aggregate. And therefore, Jiva Shatvadrahitaha He is devoid of even the idea of Jiva and Ishvara. This author will proceed to describe how Jiva, the sense, the individual, and Ishvara, even the Lord, creator, sustainer, omniscient, omnipotent, both of these are kalpanas, meaning both of these are really projections. The kalpanas are projections brought by Maya. And who is Kutastha? That which is substratum of this whole projection. So in this projection, Jiva and Ishvara both are included. And Kutastha is that which is devoid of the Kalpana or the projection of Jivatva and Ishwaratva. <coughs> Jiveshwaratva the Kalpana Rahitaha. Kevalaha. Kevalam is Advitiyaha. He is Keval absolute, meaning one without a second. Svapravaha, meaning Swayam Prakashaha. He is self-effulgent. Chaitanya Rupaha, of the nature of awareness or intelligence. Shivaha. Shiva means auspicious. Shiva is pure, of the nature of knowledge, auspicious. So what Shiva means auspicious. It also means pure, of the nature of knowledge, imperishable, changeless, free from any modifications. And that Kudasta is thus described in the Puranas in this manner. As devoid of any Kalpana or any projection, as a substratum of every projection, but untouched by any projection. So whereas the rope is the substratum of the projection of the snake, the rope is completely devoid of the idea of the snake. So Vedanta Sara says, Asarva Bhutayam Rajyav Sarparo Bhavat The projection of a snake upon the rope which is totally devoid of the snakeness. The rope that is totally devoid of the snakeness, upon that there is a projection of snake and so also Kutastha is totally devoid of any idea of that which is projected upon that. So Kutastha is absolute, free from any kind of projections. And even Jivatva and Ishwaratva. The state of being Jiva or state of being Ishwara, both of them are projections. Kutastha is devoid of that. This is how 
the Puranas describe Kutastan. <coughs> so when this is said, it raises a number of questions. Says, Jeevashatvadehitattvam Kutaha. How do you say that Kutastha is, is devoid of Jeevatva, sense of individuality, or Ishwaratva, even the sense of totality? How do you say? Ishwara, as we said, is the ruler, Lord, omniscient, omnipotent. How do you say that Kutastha is even devoid of the idea of omniscience, omnipotent, creatorship, and is devoid of the idea of the Jeevatva individual? How? Shrutyatayaho Mayagatva Pradashanat. Because Upanishad says that both these ideas of Vyasti and Samashti, the individual and the aggregate, the Jiva and Ishvara, the creator, created and the creator, all these ideas are only in the realm of Maya. These are ideas in the realm of projection. <coughs> Therefore, Kutastha being totally devoid of, to, totally being free from even a trace of projection, Therefore, we say that he is free from these ideas of Jivatva and Ishwaratva. That is said in the verse 16. So that's how it takes off now, you know. Then now questions arise. So some statement is made and he arrived at this. And now questions arise, so there will be little tangential discussions. Now you'll find here. Just to complete his idea. An idea is presented that Kutastha is the one who is devoid of any kalpana, any projection, absolute, one without a second, satyam, jnanam, anandam, then questions are raised in order to clarify this idea. How can you say that Kutastha is devoid of Jivatva and Ishwaratva both? How? So verse 60 says, Maya bhasena jiveshau Maya bhasena jiveshau Karoti tishrutatvatahe, Karoti tishrutatvatahe, Mayika veva jeevesho, Mayika veva jeevesho, Swachautau kachakum bhavata, Swachautau kachakum bhavata. Maya bhasena jeevesho, Karoti di shrutatvatahe. Since this is what is stated by the Shruti. This is what is expounded by Shruti or the Upanishad. In this particular case, is quoted a statement from an Upanishad called Nrasimha Uttartapani Upanishad. So it's an Upanishad. You have not heard perhaps the name of this Upanishad. So Nrasimha Uttartapani Upanishad. But these people come from the Shrungeri Math. And there they are worshippers of this deity called Nrasimha. The half lion and half man. So that is, that is the incarnation of Lord Vishnu, now Narayana. And there is an Upanishad, Pundrasimha Uttaratapani Upanishad. And therefore in Panchadashi we find many quotations from that Upanishad. So this is one of the quotations here. Jeevesau abhasena karoti maya cha avidya cha swayameva bhavati. Says this maya creates these concepts of Jiva and Ishvara. And all this was described in the first chapter of this very text. There, this author, the teacher said, that there is what we call Prakriti, which is a primordial matter, which is a primordial energy, which is a primordial projecting power, which is called Prakriti. He gave that term. And this is what we are studying in the morning also. This Prakriti 
has three aspects sattva, rajas and tamas. So prakriti consists of these three gunas, sattva, rajas and tamas. Consciousness in that is called Ishvara. So, Iyam Upadhi, Iyam Samashtihi, Utkrishta Upaditvat Vishuddha Sattva Pradhana. This is what Vedanta Sara said. That this Upadhi of Ishvara is Vishuddha Sattva Pradhana. When Sattva or purity is predominant, then the reflection of consciousness in that Maya, which is predominant in Sattva or purity, that reflection is called Ishvara. Because when the Maya is predominantly sattvic, then it exhibits the attributes of omniscience, omnipotent, etc. And therefore, Brahman of the consciousness associated with that Maya is also called omniscient, omnipotent, he is called Ishvara. And when the same Prakriti has what we call Malina Sattva, now that will be discussion tomorrow in, in Vedanta Sara. Malina Sattva means when the Sattva is overwhelmed by rajas and tamas. So when in the prakriti there is predominance of rajas and tamas which are impurities and sattva, some sattva, then the reflection of consciousness in that is called jiva. So prakriti with predominance of sattva is called maya. Prakriti with impure sattva is called avidya. And the reflection of consciousness in avidya is called jiva. And thirdly, same prakriti, when it is predominant in tamas or dullness or inertness, then the reflection of Brahman in that prakriti is called jiva. So, fundamental or primordial matter or primordial energy is called prakriti. And it has three aspects. When it is predominant in sattva, then the reflection is called ishvara. When it is impure sattva, the reflection is called jiva. And when it is essentially tamas or inert, then the reflection is called jagat or the creation. So jiva, jagat and ishvara, the individual, the world and the creator, all these three are nothing but this prakriti in which Brahma, the consciousness, is reflected. <coughs> so therefore that Sruti says, it is prakriti which only creates the idea of ishvara, it is prakriti that creates the idea of jiva, the prakriti that creates the idea of jagat or the creation. Jeevesau abhasena karodi mayacha avidyacha svayamevahodi That very prakriti becomes maya when it is predominant in sattva. That very prakriti becomes avidya when it is impure sattva. And thus with predominant that so, so maya the reflection that is called ishvara avidya the reflection is called jiva. It is Shrutihi Maya Avidya Dhinayo Chida Bhasayo Mai Katvam Pradipadayadi Bhavaha. So you can say that Ishwar also is Chida Bhasa. Jiva is also Chida Bhasa. Ishwar also is Chida Bhasa. Jiva is Chida Bhasa when consciousness is reflected in Prakriti with impure sattva. Ishwar also is Chida Bhasa when Prakriti is reflected in what we call pure sattva. Like the sun being reflected in so many buckets of water and the sun being reflected in a great reservoir. So sun reflected in a great reservoir where the water is pure and transparent that would be comparable to Jiva, I mean Ishvara. And when the sun is reflected in small buckets of water 
where the water is impure, etc., those reflections are comparable to jiva. One sun alone being reflected in different media comes to be called by different names. One Brahman alone being reflected in different media comes to be called by different names, namely Ishvara, Jiva, Jagat. <coughs> Thus, that Shruti says, that Upanishad says, that Ishvara also is nothing but the reflection in Maya. Jiva is a reflection in Avidya. Okay, if this is so, you are trying to tell us that even the creator, sustainer, dissolver, that also is a product of Maya, is the concept created by Maya, Prakriti, yes. And also this Jiva, the individual, also is a concept created by Prakriti. And you say that this inert world also is only created by Maya, it says yes. Alright, then what's the difference? If the world also is created by Maya, and the ideas of Ishvara and Jiva also are created by Maya, then all of them should fall in the same category, meaning, if the world is inert, this Jiva also should be inert, and Ishvara should also be inert, because all the three are the creations of Maya. If they are all the three creations of Maya, then they should exhibit similar kind of characteristics, namely, inertness. Maikatve tayoho dehadibhya vailakshanyam nasyat you say that this body and all the inert objects are also projected by Maya. Ishvara and Jiva are also projected by Maya. Then there is no Vailakshanyam, there is no, both of them, all of them fall in the same category. In which case all of them should exhibit the same kind of property, namely inertness. Then how do you say that this Jiva is a conscious entity, Ishvara also is a conscious being, where the world is inert, when all the three are projected by one Maya, why this kind of a distinction? That Jiva and Ishvara are conscious and the world is inert. How does it happen when all the three are creations of one Maya alone? Therefore, second line answers that question. Mayikaveva Jiveshu Swachautu Kachakumbhavat Very old-fashioned illustrations are given, old-fashioned examples are given to explain this. Parthivattva avisheshebi kachukumbhasya ghatadibhya vailakshanyam iva anayoho apisyadityaha. An interesting illustration is given. That here you have a pot, an earthenware pot. And then you have a pot made of glass, let us say. A glass pot is there, a glass jar is there, and an earthenware jar is there. So glass is transparent. And earthenware jar is not transparent. The glass jar is shining. The earthenware jar is not shining. So, but glass also is nothing but the clay. And the earthenware pot also is nothing but the clay. Ultimately, glass also is clay. And the earthenware pot also is clay. So even though the glass pot and the earthenware pot, both of them are made from clay, Still, the glass pot exhibits what we call shining or reflection and the earthenware pot is dull, it does not reflect. So similarly also, Jiva and Ishvara are created by Maya, they are shining and Jagat also created by Maya is not shining. So the cause can be one, still the effects can be different. That's the idea. That even though basically it is earth or the clay, which is the cause for both the earthenware pot as well as the glass pot. 
still how the effects are different that one effect is shining and bright other effect is dull and similarly also even the one maya alone is the cause for jiva and the cause for jagat the jiva is conscious the jagat or the creation is inert and thus this vailakshanyam or this difference can be there just as there is a difference between the glass jar and the earthenware jar parthivattva avishesha bhi kach kumbhasya ghatadibhya vailakshanyam yiva just as an earthen, a, a glass jar is distinct from an earthenware jar eva similarly anayoho apisyat so also the jiva and ishwar on one hand which are conscious and jagat with this another hand which is inert that distinction is possible so the second line said of the verse 60 maikavayeva jiveshu swachhatu kachukumbhavat so this jiva and ishwara both are maika but they are swach they are products of projections in maya still a swach meaning they are transparent they are pure or shining because just as the ardhan that just the glass jar is shining <coughs> and one more question several questions but we will we'll proceed with one more just to illustrate how interesting these questions can be moment you give one illustration to explain something that illustration will raise other questions you know and says here nanu घटकाचकुंभारंभकयोः मृदविशेषः मृद्विशेषयोः भेदात् तद्वैलक्षण्यम् उचितम् देन दिस स्टूडेंट लेट अस से स्टूडेंट इज आस्किंग ऑल दिस क्वेश्चंस सो लाइक सर यू से दैट ए ग्लास जार आल्सो इज मेड अप ऑफ क्ले एंड द अर्धनवेयर जार आल्सो इज मेड अप ऑफ क्ले बट इट इज आवर एक्सपीरियंस दैट द काइंड ऑफ क्ले वी यूज फॉर मेकिंग ग्लास इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम the kind of clay that we use for making earthenware pot you don't use the same clay and there were since the kind of clay that you use for making these two kinds of jars are different there were the glass jar exhibits different properties from the earthenware jar so that vailakshanyam or that kind of a distinction that you find in the glass jar and earthenware jar is understandable because the kind of clay used for making them are is different जगज्जीवेश्वर भेद हेतु मायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायायाय
the cause can be one and still the effects can be different. Anna Janya Yoho Deha Manasoho What is the illustration given? That this body is made up of food. And the Upanishad says that even our mind also is made up of food. Our mind also is product of food and this gross body also is product of food. So same food is the cause for mind the same food is the cause of the body. And even then the body and mind are quite distinct, distinct from each other inasmuch as mind reflects consciousness, intelligence where the body does not reflect intelligence and thus gives an example that even though the cause is one the effects can be quite distinct. Says verse 61 Annajanyam mano dehad Annajanyam mano dehad Swacham yadvat tathaivatau Swacham yadvat tathaivatau Maika vapisarvasmad Maika vapisarvasmad Anyasmad swachatam gatau Anyasmad swachatam gatau Annajanyam manaha So Chandogya Upanishad says this Annamayami Somya manaha If you listen to the sixth chapter of the Chandogya Upanishad then perhaps you must have come across a discussion where at one point in time the teacher Uddhalaka says to the the son and the disciple Svetakedu that this mind is made up of food Svetakedu could not believe this how can it be? Mind is so subtle. How can you say that the mind is a product of food? As the teacher said, that the food that you eat gets divided into three portions. The grossest portion of the food gets rejected in its excretion. The middle portion of the food gets converted into what we call the flesh. And the subtlest portion of the food is, gets converted into what we call the mind. And therefore, the mind also is is made up of food or a product of food. This Veda Kedu could not believe or could not understand. Therefore the teacher says, okay, do as I tell you to do. Observe complete fast for 15 days. Don't eat anything for 15 days. You drink as much water as you want because this prana or the life breath is made up of water. So you better drink water so your life continues. But don't eat any food. For fifteen days, Shvetaketu did not eat any food. Then the teacher called him. Shvetaketu asked him, asked the teacher, What should I recite, sir? Because he was a student of Veda. Then the teacher said, Okay, recite Rig Veda. Shvetaketu could not recite, could not remember. Yajur Veda, Sama Veda, Atharva Veda, he could not recite anything. Then the teacher said, Okay, now you go and eat some food and then come back tomorrow. Then Shvetakadu went, it seems he ate food and then came back to the teacher next time and then when he was asked to recite, he, he recited, you know, he rattled out the Vedas. Meaning thereby that when he did not eat food, his mind lost its capacity to remember, to think and when he ate the food, he got back his capacity to do that. That showed that, that is how the Upanishad illustrated how the mind is made up of food. That's the reason why food is given so much importance, particularly for those who are trying to purify themselves. So for the seekers of knowledge or for any spiritual seekers, food is extremely important because food has immediate effect on the mind. 
Anyway, thus the Chandogya Upanishad shows, even with illustration, that the mind is, is a product of food, and of course the body is a product of food, because the gross part, the middle part of the body makes, the middle part of the food goes to form the body, and the subtle part of the food goes to made up, make up the mind. Annanjanyam mano dehat swacham, just as even though the mind is a product of food, how it is transparent as compared to the body, which is not transparent, how the mind reflects consciousness, whereas the body does not. Tadvat tasayyotav, similarly also, jiva and jagat, jivaishwara on one hand, and jagat on the other hand, even though both of them are the product of maya, jivaishwara show the consciousness, and jagat does not show. It is maya kaubhisvarasmat, anyasmat svachadam gatav, and therefore, even though jivaishwara maya, still, from everything else, they are transparent, and therefore, they reflect consciousness. <coughs> okay. Om Puranamadav Puranamidam Puranat Puranamudachyade Puranasya Puranamadaya Puranameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutau Vande Bhagavantau Punaf Punaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om